0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Six Figures, the podcast for entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Joe Fleetwood. And before we get started, let me give you guys a little bit of background about myself. If you don't know who I am, first of all, I am active duty military. I've been in for 19 and a half years. And yes, I am getting ready to retire. Of course, this is part of my whole uh, retirement plan. So with that being said, I'm also a business owner. I own a company called Iconics Live, which is a pay-per-view live stream platform that I developed over three years ago. And then I also dabbled in some other forms of uh, business such as real estate and other other money-making endeavors um, up until this point. So uh, today I'm going to talk about the L's before the success, because I feel like when it comes to business, all we ever see is the success story. And it almost seems as if this success was overnight. And of course, as we all know in the world of business, no success stories is not without taking uh, its own L's. Now, here's why I feel like those L's are important because what they do is they give you a form of perspective. And these are things that you may be thinking, which were along the exact same lines that people in your field of business before you were thinking, and they end up taking a loss because they went in that same direction. By understanding these L's and why these people made the choices that they make, they help you in turn make better choices when it comes to how you run your business and which direction you decide to go. Now, with that being said, mentors are extremely important. So if you are thinking about going into any field of business or becoming an entrepreneur, I suggest you get yourself a mentor and mentors have all taken these L's and they can give you some direction to benefit yourself as you go into business. Now, a lot of people are want to start business, but they are scared to do so. Um, I think when it comes to business, you should have a healthy fear of business, which is I feel is a form of respect An unhealthy fear is you are absolutely terrified to go into business. Although you've been contemplating doing it for years, uh, go ahead and make that step. And the whole purpose behind this podcast is to kind of give you some motivation and push you towards that, that goal of yours, which is becoming a successful entrepreneur and starting your own business and understanding that there are some benefits to having your own business. Now, before you go into business, any entrepreneur or successful business person, whether it be male or female, would tell you that whatever it is you're doing, it should solve a problem. Now, I say that because I want to give you guys some background on the L's that I took and use those as examples because I feel that's the best way to speak to you guys when it comes to giving you some type of perspective. So when I got ready to start Iconics Live, the problem that I wanted to solve was the availability of concerts for people. With me being in the military and me being stationed overseas the early part of my career, which was almost about five years straight I spent uh, out of country, I wanted to be able to watch concerts here backstage style, but I couldn't do it. So I said, why not create a live stream platform that no matter where anyone is at in the world, as long as they have internet connection, they can actually watch it. And I thought to myself, that is a problem that millions of people across the world have. Okay. So now we're solving a problem. So I did my research. I developed a plan. I got the business off the ground because the idea itself was extremely good and solved a good problem. When I first started soliciting artists and managers, I started to get responses immediately. And just to give you an example of what I mean by that, I started Iconics Live November the 9th of 2017. I got my formal paperwork and documents, uh, I want to say November 17th, 2017. By December the 12th, I had already had a confirmed live stream setup for a successful r and b recording artist, so I'm in business for about a month, and I already landed my first artist and live stream concert. not gonna say the artist's name um just because I don't know you know how they'll feel about the situation just based off of the performance of that show so i just i just absolutely won't mention the artist's name but um you know as far as i was concerned the business itself was about to take off because i was like i could make millions off of this artist so when it came to marketing that's the second problem my marketing plan was to have the artist do a little video pitch on their social media page and i was like this artist has millions of fans so once he does this post millions of his fans are going to see it and they're all going to subscribe to my show my other marketing plan was to just to put this out on the radio i went to iheartmedia uh, Media, paid them a bunch of money had them blasted uh during the same time that the Uh, Breakfast Club was showing with uh, DJ Envy, Charlemagne the God, and Angela Yee. I was like, they have millions of listeners. If I plug this live stream in the middle of that show, it's just going to take off. So, time for the show to happen. I'm starting to look at sales. And I believe I had about eight people actually buy tickets to this live stream concert. And I was crushed. I spent, let's see, $8,000 because I contracted a live stream company before I actually had my own um, live stream equipment and setup and all this stuff. So that was eight grand out of the pocket. I spent about $450 bucks, uh, on the iHeartMedia ad. Uh, hotel uh, travel and stay for the actual live stream team because they came from Texas. And then just a bunch of other money that I spent, um, you know, paying for the actual live stream subscription. So with knowing all of that, I'm here to tell you that if you do not have a marketing plan, then you plan to fail. That's just off the top. You need to have a marketing strategy. You need to have a marketing plan. And as far as I am concerned, the bulk of whatever the budget you have in order to start your business should be dedicated to marketing. People need to know what your service is and you also need to know who your customer is so that you can market directly to the customer. Now, me having the artist post on their social media page was not a bad idea. It wasn't. What was a bad idea? And this is something that I didn't know is that I did not pay the artist to boost the, the video on his social media page. Had I paid the artist to boost the video on his page, that video would have automatically been shown in front of thousands or hundreds of thousands of the artist's actual fans who would have paid to see it. Because during an initial post, there's only going to be about maybe one hundred and twenty to I would say a thousand people who are actually going to see that post in a given time if the artist is not posting about it every single day. And the artist didn't. The other thing I didn't understand is how our artists operate in just the music business in general. As far as an artist is concerned, they don't need to do any type of promotion at all. It's the promoter's job in order to do, because the only thing the artist is going to do is they're going to get paid and they're just going to show up, perform, and they're going to get their cash and keep it moving. So they're not conditioned to the type of business that I'm trying to bring to them at this point. So by me not understanding that, I lost sight of how to actually navigate when I start having these conversations with managers and artists. So a lot of those conversations were going extremely south for me. Now, in a room to where I was pitching the concept, I knew enough about business to be extremely dangerous, but I didn't know enough about the music business to be successful attaching myself to it. And that was a problem. Now, earlier you heard me talk about I spent all of this money on the, you know, the live stream contracting people that I brought down in order to stream the show. Um, and then I spent all of this money on the actual live stream subscription. I also spent money on the paywall that I had that was protecting the live stream for the pay per view. Now, here is where I need to tell you not to create debt before you have cash flow because anytime you get ready to go into business and you start a business, you will immediately starting start getting contacted. Uh, by creditors to get a business loan or get a business credit card, um, you'll start seeing all of this stuff start coming into your mailbox. Do not do it. And I say that because you could find yourself being so devoted to business that you're not thinking about the actual problem of extending your credit because now. If the company is not making money, then you're going to have to take your own personal money and start paying off the stuff that you went into debt for behind the business. Now, in some aspects, you may very well need credit. Let's just say if you have a physical product that you're selling and you need to get inventory. Well, using leveraging credit at that point is not a bad idea because you can actually start selling off that physical product in order to get it. Uh, in order to create cash flow. Now, let's just say the product doesn't sell the way you expected it to, and you may even have to you know, sell the product at cost. And even if you do have to sell the product at cost, you're still going to make some of your money back, if not the majority of it back. And you may have to come out of pocket a little bit. And that's the difference with having a a physical product versus doing something like I'm doing by having a pay-per-view internet uh, live stream show. But if you can avoid it, do not go into debt until you have created proper cash flow. Shark. Damon John has this book called the power of broke. I suggest you read that book. It is worth every penny that you're going to spend on it because it's going to tell you how to leverage being broke and leverage those who are in the field of business that could help you and who are just starting out as well with both of you being broke. For instance, When I started doing live stream, I had some money set aside that I could use in order to get it off the ground. But because I didn't do enough research, I went with this company called live stream for my subscription as far as a streaming platform. This is gonna sound crazy when I say it. The subscription or the actual annual fee for utilizing live stream was 10 grand. That's a lot of money. Had I done my research using Vimeo provided the exact same service that I needed. And Vimeo at the time was only $900 a year for the subscription. So when I talk about a healthy fear, you should definitely have a healthy fear in business because that healthy fear is actually respect for business and the chance to fail. Now, some of you may say, well, you took a $10,000 L that is not a healthy fear. You're right. It's 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 an L, but it is in healthy fear because I knew that with me putting that much money on the line, if I did lose it, I had substantial income and other hustles that would kind of save me if um, I went that route. So I do not do anything. I do not make any moves unless I have another way to supplement the L that I may take and the potential was there but i learned a lot from that ten thousand dollar l it taught me that there are other alternatives when it comes to live streaming some are free some you have to pay for but um the biggest thing that i've learned in this entire process is if there is a way to do it for cheaper then you should take advantage of that um and then as i was talking about leveraging other friends who are in business who are also uh, just getting started and don't have a whole lot of money. Um, What I should have done instead of going out and spending a whole bunch of money on cameras is there are videographers out there who are just getting started, who've already invested the money into the cameras. And the only thing I needed to do was just leverage them saying, hey, we're both getting started. I'm actually getting ready to do a live stream and I have a major artist. You have the opportunity to put your um abilities in front of millions of people, people Um you know whether millions of people saw it or not they knew that the artist had millions of fans Um and then you also have the ability to capture the content and you can use it to promote yourself that's something that in itself any person who is just getting started out would have loved to jump on to say hey as a videographer I was able to shoot footage of this r&b artist who was at the top of his game uh, when he first came out and that's something that the power of broke teaches you so check that book out it's by damon john called the power of broke now here's where when i talk about business uh, i like to to give examples of some success stories in business, especially when it comes to all the things that I was just talking about. I have a cousin of mine who started their own food business called BNL Cafe um, in Atlanta, Georgia, in the Atlanta, Georgia area, excuse me, called BNL Cafe. Now, when she got started, she came to me, be- and I had been pressing her for years about starting her own business once I started Iconics Live, and I ex- expressed to her, All the benefits that I was um, taking advantage of by having a company and then also just how I could help her um, start her company and she should just go ahead and do it. And when I tell you it took years and months for me to get her to do it and she finally did it, I actually gave her the blueprint. It's a hundred bucks in order to start a business in Georgia. That's all you need. If you got a hundred dollars, you can actually start your own company in the state of Georgia. So she finally started it and she wanted to spend money on a food truck and she wanted to get these custom made uh, grills and all this other stuff. And I was like, look, don't do that. Do not spend the bulk of your money and go into any debt by buying a thirty thousand dollar food truck or paying five to ten thousand dollars for a custom made grill. Just don't do it. What you need to do is create cash flow first. So instead, what she did was she took some money, went and got a a pickup truck, and she went and got a grill, put the grill on back of the back of the pickup truck. And she got in contact with this guy who owns an old uh, gas station. And in front of the gas station, he was like, hey, you guys can use this. And, and in the back, there's a car wash. Said, hey, you guys can use this. So what she did was she went out there from the advice that I gave her, and she just started grilling, her and her husband. People started smelling the food that he was cooking and they came by and started giving, uh, they, they were giving out samples and people were taking them and testing them. Uh, she was also giving away free plates and giving away, uh, and with those plates, she was putting cards in it and asking people to actually rate the food. So this is all part of the marketing, right? Um, and she's getting great feedback. So based off the feedback, she started to adjust and tweak certain things in the menu by doing all of that and taking advantage of the information that I gave her and not going into any additional debt. She's now generating, and she only does this on the weekends, two days in a weekend, almost $2,000 in a weekend. And this is not even her full-time gig, just $2,000. She's already generating cash flow without any debt. So that's $2,000 every weekend, right? And if you take that uh, throughout the course of a month, four weekends at $2,000, that's $8,000 a month. Additional income on top of her full-time job. Her and her husband both have full-time jobs. So this is what I mean by creating cash flow before you go into debt. Now, being in the food service business, it's um there's some cost that's associated with that um but you know that's that's fine because you have to you have to get a a license in order to do so there's um specific prep tables and stuff you have to have in order to be allowed to serve food um but she can take advantages of of certain other laws that allows her to to cook food uh that's not in a food prep area so there are ways to actually get money and create income without actually, you know, going into a whole lot of debt. If you can do it without going into a brick and mortar establishment, please do so. So that's just an example uh, I I like to share with people um, when it comes to business and being an entrepreneur. So let me give you a little recap. First off, if you have the opportunity to get you a mentor, please do that just like I mentored my cousin, find someone to mentor you because it will keep you from making uh, some bad decisions and taking those uh, L's in business and give you a higher probability of being successful your first year. Now, are you going to take some L's? Yes, you are. Just understand um, being a business person, loss comes with the field, comes with the field to play. It, it It's just gonna happen, there's no way around it. But do what you can to minimize those losses by doing the research and having a mentor to help you along the way. Make sure whatever it is you do solves a problem. In your everyday life there's something that you do that could be done a lot better and you have an idea that could actually solve a problem. So make sure you're solving problem. Create a rollout plan, marketing is the key create a buzz have a strategy have a launch plan do not be so eager to rush into business without having all of this these things in in play you need to create a buzz first Uh, and as an example the way my cousin created that buzz is she just started cooking her and her husband and people started smelling the food and giving away free samples creating a buzz do not create debt before you start generating cash flow. Rule of thumb. Um, unless you have a way to pay off of that debt using your own funds, do not create it. Um, and even if you do, I still would advise against it just because the liquid income that you have, you're having to put that into a business. And that's not what that money most likely was intended for. So just don't do it. Do not create debt before you have cash flow. One thing that I didn't mention, I will say this, do not mix your personal funds with your business funds. If you take some of your personal funds and invest it into your business, that money is an investment. Do not expect to take it back out. So if you throw a thousand dollars at your business and your business generates a thousand dollars profit, that money is not yours. Put that thousand dollars that your company just made back into the business and recirculated throughout the company in order to grow it. You need to keep your personal finances and your business finances completely separate. Grow your business. That's your first order of business. That thousand dollars you put into your business is an actual investment. You need to wait for that investment to mature. And you can actually start paying yourself back for the work that you're doing. So with that being said, um, I want to say, first off, thank you guys for checking out the podcast. Uh, here's what I want you to do. If you want to stay up to date on everything that's going on uh, with Six Figures and this podcast, I want you to go to www.sixfigures.com. And that's spelled S-Y-X-F-I-G-E com. that's six figures.com where i post both the video version and the audio version of this podcast. You can also catch it on your favorite apps such as iTunes and Google Play. If you are a fan of Podbean or you use Podbean, you can also find us on Podbean as well. So, thank you all for joining us today and i appreciate you all listening. This is Joe Fleetwood signing out. Peace.